0: The Athletic asked fans and the public to judge their NHL teams, and the Winnipeg Jets did not exactly have the best report card from both sides. We'll dive into what these rankings say about how folks feel about the Jets, where we kind of stand on the Jets, and what it might mean for the team's future as they head into a season of uncertainty. All coming right up on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, Winnipeg Jets fans, and welcome to this episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee an avid Winnipeg Jets fan, and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at Loco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. Doing so is always free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. But most of all, we just love and appreciate your support. Now, I know it's been a couple of days since we last chatted, and you know what? Things have been quiet in Jets land. Uh, The season just kind of seems to be rolling along, um, the offseason at least, and everyone's kind of getting, I guess, I don't know if I would say hyped for preseason, but you know what? Uh, In terms of getting hockey back, I'll be honest, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it insofar as it's just something to watch, uh, and it'd be nice to have the Jets again. I mean, obviously, I'm not really setting like super high expectations for the season, but you know what, I've kind of gotten to the point in my fandom where, you know, I, <laughs> I'm i not really setting expectations of actually accomplishing anything. It's more like I just hope that they, you know, go out there, score some goals, maybe make some nice plays, and we all go home happy. Because, you know, expecting a lot from this team, I feel like you tend to be a little bit disappointed. And recently, the Athletic just put out a uh, a poll, right, from all over you know, readership and, you know, individual fans from NHL teams, they asked both the public and the fan base how they feel on several different points. We've talked about these rankings before. Now, let's be real, right? Last year, the Jets ranked 26th in terms of fan and public sentiment on a number of, uh, like, points, a, a number of different categories. This year, they slid in even lower at 28th. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like 28 out of 32 is a little low for my tastes. Uh, Obviously, the way that this ranking works is not exactly like people ranking NHL teams overall in quality. This is kind of like a composite score from a number of different categories, right? So let's start off with the first one. The public and the fan base do not seem to think the Jets roster building is particularly good. The Jets have been graded a C minus by the public and a D by the fan base, which is interesting because the fan base used to be very positive about the front office. But over the past couple of years, I feel like, you know, where I would get into, you know, Twitter fights and stuff with folks and a lot of people, you know, who had, you know, maybe, maybe more critical views of the Jets would, you know, argue with like the lifers. You actually see them kind of agreeing a lot more often, which is interesting. Um, The fan base I think is, is generally not, overly fond of the way the team has gone and i think that is indicative of of the ticket sales right and then when it comes to like cap management which is sort of tied into roster building the jets kind of rank in the middle of the pack most people have them at like c plus which is around the middle of the whole ranking i mean in terms of like cap management uh, you know the jets We'll get into my own personal ratings. I I think it's not terrible, but it's also not very good. Uh, And I'll explain kind of my personal thinking on what ranking I give that in a little bit. Now, here's a fun one. (laughs) Draft and develop with the public and fan base perception. Both have given them a C plus. And yeah, honestly, drafting and developing with this team has been a bit of a pain point for many years. And we know that it's not perfect. We know that the Jets have tried to get better at it. But until we actually see the most recent crop of prospects really make the NHL, I I have to say that I'm not going to be far off in my own personal ranking. In terms of trading, the Jets get AC from both sides, which is funny because the Jets rarely make trades. But um, yeah, I, I mean, what do you even say about that? Now, the real fun category, though, is free agency. And both the public and the fan base have awarded Ds, with the fan base giving a slightly worse rating of a D-. minus. That is dead last in the league. And we all know free agency in Winnipeg has traditionally kind of sucked, um, in part because the Jets also have issues, you know, recruiting. Right? It's, it's not all on Winnipeg's shoulders, but, you know, it could be better. Now, vision... <laughs> Good Lord, these are tough ones, man. Uh, You just know that this poll is not going to rate well for the Jets, right? No matter what category it is, Winnipeg's not going to be particularly looked uh, fondly upon. D-plus from the public on vision, fan base a D-minus. These are brutal. In total, the public has given the Jets a C, which is uh, around 25th overall, and D-plus for uh, the fan base which is not last, actually, somehow, not last. Um, (laughs) Yikes. All I can say is yikes. I I don't really know what to say about this. I mean, this team, I feel like this offseason, comparatively speaking, right, it, it, it could have been worse. In fact, I feel like the Jets with the Dubois trade, actually kind of hit it out of the park. I I thought that was a sign to be optimistic, but instead fans have really seemed to have taken things the opposite direction. And I feel like part of that is because there's just, fatigue from a lack of success and a lack of clarity on Winnipeg's direction over the past several years, right? The Jets are, are a team that kind of plays it close to the vest. They don't really tell you a lot about what they're doing. You kind of have to guess and infer based on rumors, based on their drafting and free agency strategies, based on media reports that come out. And so in a lot of ways, I feel like the fan base is just growing tired of what they feel is kind of a charade, a bit of a, a, a potent, like a dog and pony show, that really hasn't led to um, a lot of sustained success. So from a personal perspective, I get it. Now, all that said, I've got to say I don't quite have the same ratings for a lot of these categories, but I also wouldn't say they're very far off. We'll dive into my rankings and how I see the Jets in just a little bit. But before we go any further, I did want to shout out our friends and partners at FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel. America's number one sports book right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV as well. So great offer to take advantage of for those of you who like to stream online. I know I do a lot of that. So uh, if you know, you just cast a $5 bet a hundred bucks off an NFL Sunday ticket package, you really can't go wrong. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and so much more. If you're a Ravens fan like me, maybe you're betting that Lamar Jackson actually plays most of a full season. Well, some of you are probably more like Vikes fans. All I can say is good luck. Y'all will need it. But no matter what, who you know? Who you're rooting for, or which team you support? You can bet on Fanduel by visiting fanduel.com/lockedon and kick off the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. Visit uh, Fanduel, official partner of the NFL. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, every day. Or thank you for rejoining us on tonight's episode as we dive into the athletics rankings of uh, fan and public sentiment regarding the Winnipeg Jets on a number of different categories, and they run these polls every year. Every year, the Jets don't rank all that well. Uh, Confidence in the team tends to be pretty bad. Um, (laughs) Let's be real, right? Mostly Ds and Cs. You notice there was not one single grade above a C plus for the Jets in any category between the public and fan base. So, oh dear, where do we even begin? All right, let's talk about roster building and how I would grade this. I'm going to give the Jets a B minus in roster building, right? I feel like Winnipeg has some unique challenges that quite honestly do make roster building a bigger task than it looks, right? I think to to give the Jets like a D or a C minus, it's not entirely unfair. And I think in a lot of ways in previous seasons, even I might have been harsher. I'm giving them a B minus because I feel like the Dubois trade, they did well enough to where I feel That they identified some quality players, they brought them in. There's good value in what they've acquired, and they've also started to, in my mind, prioritize skill over some of the traditional, uh, gritty, hitty physical players, which is kind of funny because, like, the Jets aren't a small team. So, I think this, like, perception that they're undersized and stuff, I I tend to think that's a little bit overstated. I want to say they're like the eighth or so tallest team in the NHL. They've got size, they're not afraid to, you know, use it. So, for me, roster building B minus is probably really generous. Generous, I if I were to like say a C or a C plus, I feel like that also be pretty in line. Uh, D, I, I don't know that I would go that low, but you know what? I I wouldn't say that it's the worst assessment either. I think the fan base is just tired of the Jets not making marquee acquisitions, not really showing a ton of ambition. Uh, and, and sometimes they work within their means, but there are moments where you feel like the Jets probably could have pushed for more, and so I get it. Now, cap management. Cap management is one where I'm going to give them like a C or a C-. The Jets have occasionally done really well with a couple of contracts. I think the Shifley and Hellebuck contracts were pretty good. They've really lucked out with the Morrissey deal. Ehlers and Connor have both provided pretty good value for their contracts. But the problem is, is that you start to get into the Pionk-Schmidt and other contracts that they've spent a decent amount of cash and they're not really getting value out of it. Pionk's contract might be one of the worst value deals amongst defenders just because his defensive impact is really poor. Offensively, he still gives you a decent amount, but the problem is is that the stuff that he gives back to the other team tends to overrule it. And so the the Jets, I wouldn't say they're really bad with a cap. You know, you don't really see them making a lot of major, major deals. When they do sign big contracts, it tends to be like internal things. Uh, I think the Wheeler's probably one of the more egregious deals. But the thing is, is like from an organizational perspective and from somebody, you know, speaking from like a business and and personal thing, I get it. You know, Wheeler was like the face of the franchise. He's your captain. So I I think that there were other factors outside of just um, obvious stuff with Wheeler that got him that deal. By the same token, look, it was a mistake. I think everyone can admit that. I think we all know that Wheeler really tailed off quite quickly under that deal. It, it just wasn't the right fit. So, cat management, I'm I'm sitting there like a C minus. I think a C plus it, it doesn't really matter to me. I think it's around the same thing. So at least we agree there. Drafting and developing, I'm gonna give the Jets like a D for this one, maybe a D plus in part because they do draft reasonably well, but then the development part has been kind of a train wreck. Uh, we really haven't seen many players graduate to the NHL level from the prospect pool, and and, and look, let's be real, right? The Jets haven't drafted very high up until the past couple of seasons, which usually means that you're taking pretty long odds to have guys actually graduate to the NHL. But then when you finally have blue-chip prospects like Heinola, like Sandberg, um, like some of the other kids, uh, I I feel like there just hasn't been much of an opportunity for young players to really get a, a longer look. You know, Sandberg was delayed by injury to a point, but even then there were opportunities for him to get into games. And the Jets kind of wanted to roll with Logan Stanley instead. And look, no offense to Logan. I think he tries really hard. I think it's nice to hear that he wants to be a lifelong Jet. I really respect that. You know, I also kind of look at the situation though, and I'm like, when you're seeing players like Heinola or Sandberg who immediately bring more to that role and actually do decently well with the time that they're given. Stanley just hasn't brought enough for me to get that full-time spot. And you see this kind of happen all up and down the Jets roster. It's not as bad as it used to be, but a couple of years ago, man, there just wasn't really a, a space for young prospects to really get in. And I feel like the development side of things has you know stagnated to the point where the Jets – Kind of got old, if we're being honest. This this is not a young roster anymore. So, I would like to see them fix that. I, I don't know if they're really going to get to that point, but for now, let's just give them a D plus, and we'll see how they do with this next crop of rookies. I'm really keeping a close eye on this current pool of prospects because this could really start to change a lot within the team. Training wise, a C. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I probably give them like a C minus. Winnipeg mostly does really minor deals. Uh, I think the Nino you know, Niederreiter deal was a great trade. I think the Dubois trade was great. The Nemestikov trade was pretty good. Uh, so maybe a C minus is even a little bit too harsh. Maybe a C plus would be fair. I think they've gotten better in doing like these really good value deals. I just feel like the, the things that they really need, right? The big trades that can push the team forward. The team just hasn't really engaged in. Free agency I, I just don't really know what people expect entirely. Um, Free agency is a weird one for the Jets because they have some unique market and location challenges that I do think have a legitimate impact. And if if we're saying that it doesn't, that would be disingenuous. But by the same token, the Jets could probably do a little more than they do. There has to be at least a decent free agent that they can lure some guy who's just been sitting on the market for like months and quite honestly could bring legitimate value to the team. And when they do sign free agents, it's usually guys on like league minimum deals who don't really contribute that much. I love the Sam Gagne signing. I think that was a really smart addition, even though he did get injured a couple of times. But Otherwise, you know, free agency tends to be kind of dead. So I'm giving him like a C minus for this. I think that's probably where I'm at. D is a little harsh, but I think C plus or C or not not C plus, C minus is probably where I sit. Vision, though, yeah, I'm I'm in the D category here. I feel like I don't really know what the Jets are after so much. Not until recently. Uh, but even then, right? Winnipeg has kind of been relying on selling the young prospects that they've drafted and their their personalities to kind of be that vision rather than giving fans something to really latch onto. And that's where I still take issue with how the jets have marketed themselves. I feel like there's so much more that they could do. And we just don't really see a lot of what their long-term plan is. It just feels like they're kind of winging it for now. And I know that's not the case, but in terms of the fan base and how we perceive things I just haven't seen enough to get a really firm vision. And I would imagine a lot of you don't really have a clear vision of what the Jets are either. Let me know what you think Winnipeg's vision is in the comments below. I'm curious to get a sample. Uh, Also, give me some of your grades for these categories. I'd love to hear how you're feeling about some of them. Uh, I got to be honest, I can imagine a lot of you probably ain't so happy with the team. Um, So let's keep it civil. But you know what? Give, uh, Give me your most scorching takes about some of these categories and where you think the Jets rank. That's where we're going to hang that one for now. Uh, I do want to spend some time and just a little bit talking about, you know, where does all of this leave us and and, and kind of what should we expect from this upcoming season and the years beyond? Because honestly, I I feel like the attachment to the Jets with a fan base has kind of not been so good. We'll dive into all of these thoughts in just a little bit. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day, or thank you for rejoining us on these closing thoughts of tonight's show as we talk about uh, the poll that was sent out to folks through the Athletic. And look, polls are always a little bit subject to response bias, so just keep that in mind. The people with the, you know the loudest voices are often ones who can kind of sway and pull results, but I feel like the ones that we he- that we have here are actually pretty in line with what I'd expect. Um, Let's be real. Fan confidence in the Jets is probably at an all-time low. I think folks have really kind of looked at this offseason, have looked at Shifley and Hellebuck, have looked at the coaching staff, have looked at the front office, not really seen much movement in a couple of key areas and kind of decided, you know what, this Jets team is kind of screwed going forward. And I I don't entirely disagree with that. I, I think that there are some legit problems that Winnipeg has yet to really address, in part because the market's also not favoring some of these trades that I think we're asking for, but also because the Jets kind of put themselves in bad positions. I feel like that's where Winnipeg really could have done better by planning for the stuff a bit more. Uh, It it just seems like every time something like this comes up, the Jets are always with their backs against the wall, and they have to hope that somebody bails them out. Now, I will say that so far, Chevy has managed to trade his way out of trouble, and he's actually gotten, given the circumstances, good returns in a lot of the deals that he's made. Only a couple where I feel like the trade wasn't entirely amazing, but, um, I mean, in general, right, like the Jets do you really feel like you know what they're up to? Do you feel like you have a clear vision for me? I guess uh, from what I've seen from the jets recently, I really feel like they're going all in, all in on like this future core with all the character, the leadership, you know, the dudes being, you know, best bros and all this stuff. That's kind of where I feel like the jets are really selling um, the next group. I, I feel like they've kind of, kind of cut ties with this current core. If we're being honest, you don't really see like a crazy endorsement of, of Shifley and Hellebuck and some of these other guys. It doesn't feel like they're being made the face of the next group of the team for obvious reasons, because they ain't going to be there. So uh it, it does feel like after training camp, you know, the jets were like prospects, kids, you know, future really selling that angle. And I love that to a point, but I also am kind of concerned because it's putting all of their eggs in one basket, and the basket is prospects. And we all know that prospects, they don't always pan out. So I don't know. I, I have a very 50-50 view of this team going forward, and it's not because I feel like the Jets are going to be bad, but I do kind of wonder if they're going to find themselves on the losing end of you know what could be some prospects who don't pan out. And suddenly you realize that those guys are supposed to be part of the backbone of your core. And if that happens, if the Jets don't get enough value out of these picks, it's going to be tough because the Jets don't have a lot else. They're going to start bleeding veterans pretty soon. And we still don't know what Kyle Connor and Nikolai Ehlers are going to do. So all I can say is the Jets could be in for a turbulent few years what i hope comes out of that if if things really go south and they have to tank you got to get yourself top 5 picks the jets really need to restock the cupboard they need to kind of build around like a franchise generational talent i know it's stupid i know it sounds silly but that's the only way that the jets are going to elevate themselves to that next level because you can't attract free agent talent of that caliber easily so if you can't do that and you really shouldn't because they're usually overpaid and you know older right then you got to draft them and the jets so far, haven't had a crack at doing that too recently. Last pick they had in that range was Line A. And we all know the Line A pick didn't quite age out as well as we'd hoped. But all that aside, you know, there was uh, a lot of factors that kind of impacted that. I'm just hoping that, you know, guys like McGroarty, Lambert, Chisholm, Heinle, players like this, that they become part of Winnipeg's future and that that future starts to arrive a little bit sooner. Because waiting for them to really form this backbone could be a tough next few seasons but let me know how you feel about all of this let me know what you think of the vision of the team in the comments below or at my social medias at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets but for tonight's show that's all the time that we have thank you so much for making Lockdown Jets your first listen of the day every day we will see you back here tomorrow with more off-season conversation have a great night and go Jets go